consider yourself resilient? And what does that even mean to you? So resilience. Resilience meant forward ever, backwards never. You have to get up. It's being able to. Yeah, doesn't back. resilience lead to burnout? Persistence. But as long as you stick to it. So that's, that for me is what resilient community is all about. When I think of resilience, I think the old definition of re resilience. I would just call it the ability to eat. Very tough guy. And so resilience for me means... Resilience for me. Not giving up. I think it's perseverance. I think it's about giving yourself the grace to make mistakes and fail. So we're called the Resilient Entrepreneurs. What does resilience mean to you? Hmm. I think it's perseverance. You know, it's really just keep going through the hard times. You know, I, I mean, I will admit I've had a couple of years ago, you know, a whole month where I had zero dollars in my bank account, like nothing. Clients owed me money, couldn't get them to pay. And I still had to buy groceries and all the things. And it was, it, it got really kind of scary. You know, the covers were bare and the bills were piling and I was getting really, really stressed up and scary, but it was just keep going through it, you know, just keep pushing through it. And then the next month was better and the next month was better. And then I've been determined to never see that again. Right. That does kind of help you away for the rainy yeah. day. Mm. Right. You kind of learn um, because entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. It really is. You know, there's going to be months when you're swimming in it and fantastic and everything is ticking along and it's easy and it's flowing and everybody's clients are all paying their bills and there's nothing going on. And then things like pandemics happen and, you know, everything shuts down and life turns upside down. And it's just about pushing through because there's always something better. The next month is just a whole nother month and the next year is a whole nother year. And every year it's grown and built and gotten better so you just got to kind of keep pushing through what does resilience mean to you so i guess my story is one of resilience um which we have identified in this process um i think it's about giving yourself the grace to make mistakes and fail um it's about learning along the way um always learning you know having that curiosity about yourself and how you navigate the world. Um, yeah, just also to know that we're having a human experience. So no matter what happens, it's okay. You know, we don't have to attach shame or fear to it. It's just is, it's just a human experience. And guess what? There's a bunch of other people out there who've either been through or are going through in this very moment, the same thing. And that we're never alone, even though we might not be in touch with the people who are doing that, going through it. So that would be it. And I guess in short, you know, it's just being okay to roll with the punches and to not turn them into anything more than they are. They're not huge. They're not insurmountable. They don't mean anything about who you are. Life's meant to be easy. I firmly believe that life is meant to be easy. And I do whatever I can to make that so. What does resilience mean to you? So resilience... I find is a very heavy word, um, especially being a woman of color, uh, being a woman from immigrant parents. Resilience was part and parcel of who I am. <laughs> it's like Rose Resilience Zool. That would be my middle name. Um, resilience 
to me is coming from a different country, um, making friends, understanding a whole different culture. Um, resilience would be to, to keep at it, to keep being true to yourself and still understanding that it's okay. Um, there's a lot of, resilience is such a heavy word, I find, because um, it almost means that failure is not an option in my brain. Um, and so resilience, that's what it would be. Just failure is not an option. I guess resilience means different things to different people. So what would you, <clears throat> excuse me, what would you say it means to you? Yeah, and I want to share really um, vulnerably here. I used to think that resilience meant uh, being a superwoman, pushing through, not looking like I was struggling and keeping a smiling face no matter what. So I'd be a role model for everyone watching me. Uh, and the, the truth is that wasn't real. That was a, a fake resilience in a way because the truth is inside, I needed help. I needed support and I wasn't looking for it. So the sense of life was challenging and I'm this resilient entrepreneur was a persona that I carried. Then I got it. And actually for me now, resilience is about being able to ask for help, being able to uh, say, guess what? This is my skill and my expertise and my genius and I'm going to keep going no matter what, and there's nothing going to stop me, but I can't actually do it on my own. I need uh, to be complimented by other amazing people. Uh, and resilience to me is a commitment to my health, my brain detoxing, my biohacking, and my identity work. That's what it means to me now. It's a commitment to being human um, and accepting all aspects rather than uh, kind of uh, masking the things that didn't quite suit the way I was meant to be showing up. So it's this deep, genuine uh, commitment to myself. And um, I think without vision and without a strong legacy or spiritual um, lead leadership in some way, it would be challenging. But I never seem to give up no matter what. And I seem to have those, you know, that, that aspect of, um, reaching out now that I, in fact, Vicky, I reached out to you uh, a while back. I said, "Hey, my mojo's wavering. You know, can can you can you help?" And um, you know, as an amazing peer, you did, which was awesome. Super grateful for. What does resilience mean to you? Someone told me something the other day. It was like, forward ever, backwards never, and that is it. That is it. And I'm a really, really strong believer that everything is happening for me, not to me, for one reason or the other. I am a child of the universe and they teach you lessons and you don't listen, you don't listen, but it comes in all forms. Um, and I'm also a true believer of this too shall pass. So. What does resilience mean to you? You have to get up when you get knocked down. You have to have that plan A, plan B, plan C, and you have to ask yourself. And this is one thing that I did when I homeschooled my children. I, I said to one of my homeschooling friends, how, how are you not like throwing your kids back in school? Because, uh, you know, you have those ups and downs through everything, including business. But, uh, you know, what I can relate from homeschooling my kids 
she said to me, you have to ask yourself, why did you do it in the first place? And when I ask myself, when I start anything now, I say, if I'm feeling like, oh, the world's just getting too heavy on my shoulders, or, you know, I feel like, okay, I've got to quit, you know, this, um, I'm not a quitter, by the way. But when I feel that way, I have to ask myself, what got you, what made you make this decision in the first place? Why did you start this? And then if you can go back to that initial reason, why did you start this? Then it seems to kind of validate everything for you. I think because I'm not a quitter, I'm, my parents sometimes say that I'm too loyal sometimes. <laughs> and it's because I don't like to see something I've worked at just fall to pieces. To me, that's sad <laughs> when you work so hard at something and then you just let it go. You know, all those hours that you put into something that meant something to you at one time and then to kind of give it up. That's that would keep, you know, that keeps me going even when I I'm down in the dumps and I'm thinking, oh, it's not worth it anymore. I have to say, now pick yourself back up. You're doing this because A, B, and C. So, uh, Coral, we do like to ask our guest, what does resilience mean to you? So I would have to say it's being able to bounce back from those hard, I would say those hard decisions. So I'd like to say failure as well, but it's not always going to be failure. So you have to learn from, I'm really big on, it's okay to fail. In actual fact, it's really good to have a failure experience because you're going to learn from that, right? And I think that's all part and parcel of becoming resilient. I'm going to learn from companies telling me no, right? Like, so when we go to ask for money from grant tours, and they say no, and I have to understand why, and then I have to figure that out. But being resilient to know that the product that I have and the service that I'm offering is actually very much worth it. And and being able to bounce back from whether it be a failure or whether it be a challenge that you might not have gotten to where you needed to get to where you wanted to get to, that is all part and parcel of making you resilient. I want to say it is having the passion, having the the drive and um, the confidence to say, I can do this, right? Like I'm an entrepreneur and I know what I'm doing is going to not just benefit maybe me if you're in, you know, depending on what your service is. But for me, it's it's going to benefit like these 5,000, 6,000 kids that I've been teaching for the last seven years, Right. And, and benefit Bermuda because those kids are coming back to become the tech geniuses of Bermuda. I think that you can get a lot of negativity thrown at you quite a bit. As And being an entrepreneur, you have to have broad shoulders, right? And be able to hold that, right? And say, it's okay. I'll take that on and I'll figure out a way to switch that around and make that a positive. And I think that's all part of how you build up sort of your resilience, how you become a resilient entrepreneur is being able to transition from the negative to the positive, the failures and turning those failures into successes. We actually, we teach our kids quite a bit about failure. So I think, unfortunately, I think in today's world, not just Bermuda, in today's world, 
we don't teach our kids how to fail. Our kids are really struggling with that. And so when they come to our class, we trick them up because not everything's going to be all sunshine and roses for you. You got to figure it out. And they get really frustrated. But unfortunately, we have not taught our kids how to fail. And, and it's important because you're going to learn so much from that failure. Like, what does it mean to be resilient? Like, it seems almost a heavy word, resilient. It Are we tired of being resilient? Yeah, We've been resilient for a long time. To, yeah, doesn't resilience lead to burnout because you're just pushing through and pushing uphill and trudging through it? No, that's not what resilience means to us anyway. It's very much about being aligned. It's about a daily practice of being mindful of what you're doing in your business. Are you focusing on the right things? Are you focusing on the things that deliver results? Yeah. Does it feel hard or does it feel aligned? Are you in flow? You know, that's when you're in flow, the creativity just comes. You're already thinking clearly and differently. You're seeing opportunities that are right in front of you because opportunity is always right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Always right in front of us. It's just about whether or not we will, whether we are in a state where we can allow ourselves to see it. And I think resilience is a state. It's a state of mind, but it's a state of being. It's when you're in flow. And these are things that you can do. There's all kinds of personal um, tools that people use. You know, some people meditate. Some people go for a morning walk. Some people like to go to the gym and pump iron. Whatever it is, you know, moving your body, move your, what do they say? Move a muscle, move a thought. Right? Mm. If you're stuck in a funk, go for a walk. Get some fresh air. Move your mind. You, you move your body. Abigail, what would you say resilience means to you? I think it means persistence <laughs> and how and and always trying to see how can I make this work. Um, I think one of the biggest problems and pitfalls for us, for me like being so distracted all the time is consistency. I hate this word (laughs) and I feel so called out on it every time. Like, oh, you're not posting consistently on social media. You are not doing this consistently. You're not going to get consistently. And I'll be like, no, but I can't. I start, I want to, but I just fall off the bandwagon after a while. But recently I read that persistence more than consistency. Yeah. So I think the idea is that, yeah, we will fail to be consistent but but we can always come back to it and be persistent about it we don't have to like beat ourselves up oh you're not consistent and therefore we stop doing when we stop so- posting on social media we can always come back and restart the ball rolling again what do you think michelle would be your definition then of uh, of resilience i mean to me you're a shining example of resilience but is that something you could put into words first of all it just goes to show that brilliant minds think alike because that was my word for the year when you came up and said that your word for the year was resilience. So we're all on the same page. Um, but, <laughs> but for me, it was it it means um, stick to itness. Stick to itness. It just means that you 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 go, you move forward. I won't say stay on the path. You stay forward focused and recognize that the path may veer to the left it may veer to the right sometimes it's just safe to go straight forward but as long as you stick to it and you move forward then you're making progress 
And each of those steps forward is your marker of success. How do you describe resilience? What What's your take on it? Because you're also talking about burnout and some people think of resilience as just pushing through and getting it done. And I'm guessing that that's probably not your definition. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can illustrate that point um, by telling you two stories. So um, the first, as a child, I grew up in a church community. And even though we as a family didn't have much money, um, we always looked after people that were less fortunate than us. And, and we were always looked after within that church community. So that was my first experience of community. Now, it came with some other stuff, some religious information, which I, I don't necessarily subscribe to now. But that feeling of, you know, somebody's got my back, that's resilience. Pardon me for saying if the shit hits the fan, I know who's got my back. That for me was resilience. And also the other story that I want to share with you is we recently, February um, this year, had severe flooding. It was devastating. It was all down the East Coast, but hit communities here really hard. Um, it had been quite a divided community before then because of Mullumbimby, which is where I live, is known as the anti-vax capital of the world. So you had some people that were very strongly, we're not getting vaccinated, and some people who were very strongly, well, we're getting vaccinated and you're being really selfish. So it was quite divisive. And I've never seen anything like that before in this community. It was quite painful. Um, but then the floods happened and all of that just metaphorically washed away and everybody was there to help everybody else. And it didn't matter whether you were vaccinated, had COVID, were coughing on people. It was just like... There is a deluge of mud and crap and whatever in each of our houses. How do we help each other to get through this? Um, and it was it was shit and it was shit that flooding happened. But at the same time, it was amazing to see the resilience of the community again. So I have a belief that with what's happening with the climate, these things are going to happen more frequently. And if we can't come together to support each other in that, then what hope do we have? So that's that for me is what resilient community is all about. Just people that are there saying, yeah, I've got you back no matter what. What does resilience mean to you? When I think of resilience, I think of how quickly I can bounce back from something that perhaps didn't go the way I, I hoped. And so whether it's a failure or whether it's a decision or whether it's just whatever it may be, how long does it take me to kind of go back to my neutral and feel good about it? And um, and sometimes just how, how thick is my skin, I guess, to kind of take the brunt of things that otherwise would make me feel, you know, less than. And so to me, resilience is about finding the, the shortest time <laughs> between something happening and just being able to say, right, that's fine. Let's move on. So I definitely am and probably still am quite mushy, uh, not quite thick yet um, in, in my resilient skin, but um, it's, a, it's a journey. What resilience means to you and how does a person get resilience? How do we become resilient? I'm really glad you've asked this question. As you can see, it's very, it's something I'm really passionate about. And I think the old definition of re resilience was bouncing back from, but the definition that HeartMath used, which they actually created with the Navy SEALs, the American Navy SEALs is actually being prepared, being adaptable and being flexible so that when challenges come to them, they're prepared for them. They've already got what they call resilience capacity as well as the ability to jump, uh, to bounce back as well. 
Marty, we've talked about resilience. Um, what, what does that actually mean to you? I would just call it the ability to endure. It's, it's an interesting concept because I think of my grandparents who are very resilient people. They know and have experienced very tough times. They walked to school, like they milked cows, they like butchered their own meat. They like, they did everything because they had like not much and they're resilient people. But if you ask them if they're resilient, it's not a, it's not a skill that they learned. Like it's not something that you don't learn resilience by thinking about it you learn resilience by putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and establishing a belief that you are more capable than you realized and unfortunately one of the very rare ways that we get that is to be put in situations where we don't think that we're capable of getting through that and we have to then be faced with a choice to, to get through it or, or not get through it. And that's not to say that you should get through every scenario. Like there's certainly plenty of valid and proper times where it's like, Hey, you're just banging your head against a brick wall here. Let's, let's turn in a different direction. But resilience is to me, the, the ability to endure and, and work through a scenario that you have doubt around or are, are not certain about. So Daniel, can you felt that you'd need, you have needed to be resilient through this journey over the last 20 years? Yeah. I mean, look, being self-employed, as you guys would know, is a very tough game and disappointments or mistakes come straight out of your pocket. Um, it's not the boss's pocket. And yeah, I mean, resilience and being able to get back up again after having disappointments is, is hugely important. I mean, you couldn't do it if you weren't resilient. What would you consider resilience to be? How would you define that? So resilience for me means not giving up, as I've said before. And that doesn't mean making that conscious decision to move away from something based on information that you've collected. That is not giving up. That is, this is the information I've collected. This is a informed decision. So resilience for me is not listening to those voices that are telling you that you're not good enough, you shouldn't do this, no one's going to want to buy this. And also where there's a, a situation where you just feel this is just too hard because that's all in here. So is resilience. So when you feel that in your in your mind, this is too hard, I'm just going to give up, keep moving. Find something to break that cycle of unhelpful thinking and keep moving. That's resilience. Do you have thoughts, a definition perhaps, of what resilience is? Resilience for me is is when you choose to hold on to that bigger picture, that bigger reason why you're doing something when it gets really tough. And when you have that purpose or that reason that's bigger than you, when it's not about the short-term pain but it's about where you're trying to go, then you will do resilient things. Yes, <laughs> you will find a way of getting through. I think the second aspect of resilience is that ability to pull out of it and understand whether you're interpreting things correctly. So there's a, um, a psychologist called Rick Hansen who wrote a very lovely book called Just One Thing, and he talks in there, he talks about what's the truth. So when something seems really hard or really difficult or you think you're being treated really badly or things are going really well, he'll, he'll say, well, what's the truth? 
And often the truth is quite different to how we feel. <laughs> yeah, so we've something has happened and we've made it mean something. And the thing we've made it mean is now the thing that we're experiencing. And so what's the truth? And so for me, resilience is about can you pause? Can you distance yourself from what's happening and see whether you're seeing it accurately? And with that new perspective, can you do something different? Can you do something different that's going to allow you to get through it a little bit more easily? So, Giles, we talk about resilience on this podcast. What does that mean to you? Not giving up. Yeah. So I might wake up one morning feeling depressed and now say, no, you don't have to be depressed. You're doing well. You're doing everything right and helping all these people and just move on.